Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Daghiwad Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. for Jesus and take your seat. Hallelujah. 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 But just to remind you that this month, July, is a month of evangelism. Every year, we have July as a month of evangelism. Today, so today is the 9th of July. 9th of July. And um, this month of evangelism it's a month of continuing from where we left off in May. Continue from where we left off in May. In May, every one of you, um, every Basanta center knows your number of souls that you have to achieve. Some of you, in May, you couldn't achieve it. Some achieved, some, over, some had more than 100%, some had 7%, some had 30%, some, some had um, whatever percent, but we give you another opportunity to go out there and bring more souls to church. So this is a month of evangelism. Usually month of evangelism is also cut out by dress down. Dress down means dress to fit the soul you are bringing. So some of you have to dress up because the soul you are bringing needs some upward adjustment in your dressing. And sometimes it needs a downward downgrade, but it's to dress to fit. That's why I say dress down the soul you are bringing so that every other soul will be saved. Hallelujah. Some people have the notion that if you are not rich, you cannot come to this church. If you don't speak English, you cannot come to this church. But you know that that is not the case. So we go out there and we bring whosoever God saves to come to church and the person will be blessed. Hallelujah. So this month of evangelism, be part of it. Basantes, Basantes, Centers, make sure you gather your members. Let them see clearly the vision. If you achieve your 100%, maybe your vision may be to add a few more and maintain and retain those you brought. 
you get it. So that at the end of July, we shall do another baptism. We said we we're going to do it soon, but we are going to do it end of July. We shall do another baptism, and then at that time we'll see together from the May the souls that you gathered. Say amen. amen. Wonderful. So let's turn our Bibles to, we are preaching about a series, um, many are called, you have a talent, you have to use, whatever. So let's read these few verses, and then we'll continue. Um, Romans 14, 10 to 13. Romans 15, sorry, Romans 14, 10. Romans 14, 10. He said that, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Why do you judge your brother? And why dost thou set at not thy brother? For, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Where shall we stand? He said, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Is that not what the Bible says? I said, Roman, what did I say? Romans 14, 10, yes. We shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. So you see, it's an individual thing, isn't it? It's an individual, individual thing. I will give account of myself to God. You, when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, you will also give an account of yourself, not us. When it comes to that, it's not us matter. It's you as an individual. You are going to stand and personally give account of whatever you did in your life. Give account of yourself to God. Verse 13. Let us therefore, let us not therefore judge one another anymore. Let us therefore not judge one another anymore. But judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block on occasion to fall in his brother's way. But the Bible says, let us not judge one another anymore. You know, because if a man wants to judge, you will make a very big mistake. Because you don't know, as you have already established, maybe... We have established already that God gave to them talents, isn't it? Everyone according to his or her several abilities. So if you are judging someone, you don't know what is expected of the person. You didn't give the person the gift. You didn't give the person the talent. You don't know whether the person has 10% or 5% or 10, 20% or 1%. So your judgment will not, will not be correct. Is the one who gave. So you don't have to judge. Hallelujah. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. It says, 2 Corinthians 5, 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. It says, For we must all appear. We must all appear before the judgment seat of who? 
Hello? Hello? We must all appear before the judgment seat of who? We will not appear before the judgment seat of Facebook. It's not Facebook that will judge us. Do you get it? We shall appear before the judgment seat of Christ. It is Christ who shall judge us. It is Christ who knows our hearts. It is Christ who knows that even when a person makes a mistake and has a good heart, he only knows. So we will not stand before the judgment seat of Facebook. No. We shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Kantaraba Sakataba. It gives you so much joy, so much happiness. Hallelujah. That every man may receive the things done in his body according that he had done, whether good or bad. Hallelujah. So, dear church, we shall all, let's say, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing there will be. When, when we, we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. Judgment is only coming from Christ. And judgment comes according as you have received. According as you have received and what is expected of you. That is what God is saying. Hallelujah. And you receive whatever you have done, whether good or bad. That is why 2 Corinthians 10, 12, 12, say, For we dare not, for we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves with some that commend themselves. You know, some people have the habit of comparing ministries. They have the habit of comparing pastors. They have the habit of comparing congregations. They have the habit of measuring people's work. I don't know who made them judges. And I don't know how they judge and how they compare. You see, but they measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. It's only people who are not wise who can compare that look at how this person is and look at how you are. This person is better than you. You are not wise. It only shows how foolish you are. How unspiritual you are. How natural you have been all these years. It only shows it that you don't know even the Bible. That you don't compare. Leave it to God. He, he knows. He is doing the right thing. And we is doing the wrong thing. So you are not wise. I have never in my life compared anybody. Because I don't know what Edwin is supposed to do. I don't know what he's supposed to do. Maybe for all you know, Edwin has even finished his work on earth. Maybe by now he should travel to Vanuatu. He should travel somewhere and just hide someplace and just enjoy life. 
Edwin, there's a lot, of, a lot more for you to do. I don't know. Maybe now all that you are doing is just God has given you extra time to just flow. Maybe you are finished. Maybe you are finished. What is expected of you? You are finished. So it is not a wise thing. Do you get it? To compare people. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not a spiritual person doesn't do that. A spiritual person doesn't mention a name and say, look at this person, look at you, who is blessed. A spiritual person doesn't do that. It's if you don't know the Bible. Do you get it? So, Bible said, they comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Opposite of wise is what? Foolish. No, no, it's foolish. But we will not boast of things without measure. Without our measure. Because we have our measure. And my measure, they say, if you take me, my measure is not your measure. So I'm not going to compare myself to you. Do you get it? My measure, as far as I'm concerned, I'm running my... I will finish the race. I will run the race. My course, now you must increase. And I must decrease. God, yes. I will just run my race. Because my measure is not your measure. Hallelujah. If my measure... It's to follow Bishop Dark Ward Mills. That's my measure. I run my race to the fullest. That's all. At the end of the day, what do I want to hear? Well done. Good and faithful. From who? The judgment seat of Christ. The one who sits in judgment is Christ. Not you. Amen. So we also got to know Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. The kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five, unto one he gave two, unto one he gave one, he gave to each according to his several ability and straightway took his journey. I can imagine, I cannot, I mean, I can imagine me being the head of UD, like founder and head of UD. But now I've been broken. I mean, by small church here, loyalty has the winger. Hey! Loyalty has the winger that people can have a wedding in Tema and come and have a Sunday service in the winger. Loyalty has the winger. How, 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 awkward and nonsensical that is. That you can have your wedding in Tema and come and have a, a service in Dowenya. <laughs> you see, you don't understand. Because it's so nonsense. What I'm saying is nonsense. You can't even understand. You can't even comprehend. Is that not so? So you see how nonsensical it is. Do you get it? Anyway. So, according to your several abilities. So, if I was given this UD, I mean UD, UO, <laughs> but God knows what He has given to me. And I'm running my race. I'm running my course. All that I want.
want to hear and all that you must want to hear at the end of the day before the judgment seat of Christ is what he would say about you. That's all. That means you must be convinced in your heart. You must be persuaded in your heart that that's what you are doing. It's as simple as that. And speak a lot in tongues. So our grace will abound. Amen. Then we came to Matthew 22, 14. Matthew 22, 14. Matthew 22, 14. He said for what? Matthew 22, 14 says what? For what? Many are called. Does it include you? Are you sure? Many are called. Many are called. And the many include ordinary people. Anybody. That somebody says, I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Simple. We are just nobody trying to do what we are doing. Ordinary people. People with standing in society without standing, whatever. Many are called called to do the work of God and the calling as you are called you are given a work to do hallelujah so when God comes Joseph he will ask you the calling because the call means you have received a talent oh yeah you have received a talent God will say oh yeah come and stand here not this group come and stand here when it comes to group it's a group leader come and stand here and give account of yourself. Hallelujah. So many are called. And I want last week I made you to know the characteristics of those who are called. Verizon also. I told us about the characteristics of those who are called. And we got to know that all of us fall in it one, one way or the other. God calls people who cannot speak. When God called Jeremiah, he said, Behold, I'm a child. I cannot speak. Can you imagine Jeremiah? Prophet Jeremiah. Behold, I'm a child. I cannot speak. God calls educated. God calls uneducated. God calls the poor. God calls the rich. God calls the skilled. God calls the unskillful. Everybody. God calls every, And you see, everybody has something to do. Everybody has something to do. And whatever you are doing, as people, the dancers who are here, God has called them. And they are not riffraffs. Among them are doctors, in case you don't know. Are doctors. You get it. But that's their skill. They want to dance. God calls them. Everybody and what they can do. You sit there, you just talk by heart. Rich. God calls. I remember recently somebody in church. I mean, very quiet. I was there, received a message. She has translated my book into French. Wow. French. We are publishing it. Wow. We, we have, we have TYM in French. Francophone. I'll be there. When I saw it, I said, wow. 
That's what God has called her to do. It never occurred to me. But she has done it. Everybody can do something. Are you get what I'm saying? He calls the poor. He calls this. That is why when you look at this church, some people say that if you are not rich, you can't come to this church. Is it true? Or if you don't have good dressing, you can't come to this church. Is it true? But I mean, what I like is when they say if you are not rich, you can't come to this church. Do you know why I like it? I like it because I want you to think of me that I'm rich. For as a man think it, so you see. When you think I'm rich, keep thinking I'm rich. Keep thinking, keep thinking. Then you realize that everybody now becomes rich. It's as simple as that. So I don't have time to tell you that we are not. Why should I? Bible says, let the let the rich say, let the weak say I'm I'm strong. Let the poor say I'm rich. And you want you to answer and say that we are poor. What do you mean? You don't know Bible. You don't know Bible. We are rich. If you don't speak English, you can't come to this church. Oh, what a good church. What a beautiful church. That you can come and speak English. So that when you travel, one day, one of these days, as you are going to travel, when you travel, they ask you, Hello? When you sit on the place, say, Would I tea or coffee, please? Tea or coffee, please? And you say, No. You don't know, they ask whether you like tea or coffee. Hmm. They ask you, you check, 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 chicken or meat, chicken or beef, chicken or beef, chicken or beef, chicken or beef. You say, say, about your AI. AI. The person will find a born answer, Matria, because chicken, the differences in costs. Who say God no day? Masa, ayo dasusu kasa. Hey, English. Na mi mi jina e brofu kwa minti na papa. Na nse na ya meka brofu mi de spice no. You see, mi spice no kaka kaka. Because we shall go for a muti anymore here. I have to think twice. <laughs> hey! And you think I've got something nice to say. Any bo- Look, my friend, dress well, eh? If you have one trouser, you can wash it. Wash and wear. Every time, dress well and come to church. Dress well and come to church. If, it's, if you can't speak English, you know, I told you my English teacher. I used to be a talkative. And my mother and my father took me to another school. Hey! When I went to school, they say only English. Come and see. Everybody in the school said, oh, Sam is a quiet boy. They said, Sam is a quiet boy. Because they did this English. Me too, I can't speak the English. So I pretended I was a quiet boy. I don't like talking. So one day, I think the teacher observed that this guy, there's something wrong. So he said, you know, he said, you know something? You can speak even fancy like English. So if you want to tell your friend that Uti de say your head like coconut. You get it? Your head is like coconut. You just say Uti de Kube. 
When you say that, they will think you are speaking English, but you are speaking fancy. So you, hey, from that day, they will realize that some can talk. Hey! But gradually, gradually, gradually. Amen. I used to attend the school he attended. That's why I didn't know the English. I don't want to mention the school. Then they transferred me. Hey! Huh? That school? As what are these people saying? I was quiet. Hmm. If we don't know where man is coming from. Well, what was I talking about? I've come to this. We are preaching, isn't it? So many are called. Everybody can do. You think you think Millicent who speaks a few songs, she can't speak English. She's an university graduate, she can't speak English. Yes. Except Georgina that we are not sure about that. Are you getting what I'm saying? So many are called. Everybody is called. You can depart. And everybody's given opportunity. Everybody given opportunity. That's why this month of evangelism. Go to the highways, go to the edges, go to the byways. Are we not the ones who say go, go, bringing them from buses from all over the corners to bring to church so that people shall be saved? Say amen. So we have said many are called. So you are called. You are called. Everybody is called. Hallelujah. And then we came to. Everybody is called. What it means to be called. You know, to be called means that you have been given a talent. Is that not so? To be called means that you have been given a talent. Hallelujah. To be called means you have been given a talent. And you have to use it. You know, you have to use it. You know, one of the things you should know is that whatever you are called to do, Make sure you stay faithful in it. Amen. That's one thing. Whatever you are called to do, stay faithful in it. Like Christianity. You get it. Stay faithful. Because sometimes, when you are doing the right things, rather, you seem to be the wrong thing. Do you know that? Sometimes the person doing the right thing, if you look at Isaiah chapter 55, 59 verse 15, sometimes the person doing the right thing, Rather looks like he's doing the wrong thing. Isaiah 15, 50, 59, 15. What does it say? Yea, truth faileth. Oh, my verse truth is lacking. Do you get it? Yea, truth faileth. And he departed from evil, making himself a prey. Oh, oh my verse is that truth is lacking. And he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. The Lord saw it and he displeased him, and there was no justice. You see, what is saying? What is that? Because there's no truth. Because many people are doing the wrong thing. The person rather who does the right thing becomes rather a prey. 
it looks as if he's doing the wrong thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Because truth is lacking. The person rather, because everybody is doing the wrong thing. So if you stand to do the right thing, then you become like you are doing the wrong thing. And therefore, if those people, to, people to don't know what is the truth, then they also become confused. Yes. I mean, for instance, if you take of the area of sacrifice, when did we take sacrifice out of Christianity? When did sacrifice go out of Christianity? Do you get it? So, so that if a, 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 another church member, another church person, sees our Basenta leader, and the Basenta tells the person, oh, I take people to church. And when I take them to church, I pay 10%, or 10 or 30. Some percentage of the money. So that people, and then the other person says, oh, then your church is wicked. Do you get it? You see, so now the person doing the right thing rather is wicked. That's what it is. The person doing the right thing rather is wicked. If, I mean, many are called. Many are called means that everybody, means a professional and all those, and you can be so many things and do so many things. You can, you can do whatever. Let me give you some examples that I have in mind, this thing. You can be whatever and do whatever. So that, let's say, a lay pastor is called to do something for Christ. A lay pastor is called to do something for Christ. And then, I mean, something for God. And as a result, the lay pastor, let's say, stays on Sundays. On Sundays. Lives home, lives here, 1 a.m., 12 midnight. And then the lay pastor must wake up and go to work. The following day, you get it. And you look at it and say, you are a fool. You don't know that you are going to work the following day. The person is a full-timer. You don't know, maybe Monday you'll be sleeping. And you are going to go to work. You are a fool. Go home and go and sleep. So you go to work on Sunday. You get it. Now the person who is giving another person the chance even as a lay person to lay up treasure one day to have something to say to God. You are rather saying that the person is doing something wrong. You see, when there's no truth, that's what happens. The truth rather is changed to become evil. Yeah. The truth rather becomes evil. But there are countless examples of people who were in the Bible and they were doing all, all sorts of jobs. And they said, we're working for God. So you must allow lay pastors of whatever profession to work for God. You must allow them. Give them the chance. Give them the opportunity. Allow them to do their sacrifice. And of the lay pastors, some go home at 2. And some go home at 12. With joy. 2 means 2 after service. 2 p.m. But some to go at 1. Up, up to whoever sacrifice you want to do. At the, at the end of the day, there is a beamer. There is a judgment seat of Christ. That you are going to stand, I'm also going to stand there. I'm not the one who is the judge. Are you get what I'm saying? So in the Bible, look at Daniel. Daniel was, first of all, Daniel was a member of parliament. Do you know that? I'm just digressing when I come back. This is preaching. 
Where I see you, then I preach. It's our church. Daniel started off as a Daniel was a, a parliamentary member. Daniel two forty eight. Daniel two forty eight. Honorable Daniel. The, the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many gifts and made you ruler over a whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors of all the wise men of Babylon. So this was like a parliamentarian in a province. Daniel was a parliamentarian. But he did not stop doing the work of God. He didn't. And he did it to the fullest. He did it to the fullest. Then he became the vice president. Daniel became the vice president. Daniel 5.29. Vice president of a country, not vice president of a small organization. Then commanded Belshazzar and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. Second vice president, third ruler, third ruler. When he started off, he had just one talent. He was just a slave, a refugee, but he used it faithfully. Now he's become the second vice president of that country. As a lay person, and God was showing visions, dreams, powerful things. Who said lay people cannot work? And then... Daniel 6, 1 and 2. It says, Daniel says, It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes who should be over the whole kingdom. It pleased Darius to set, which will be over the kingdom, verse 2, sorry. And over these three, over these three presidents, over whom Daniel was first, over these three, what? over whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give account unto them and the king should have no damage. That means Daniel then became the prime minister. Yeah. Daniel then became what? The prime minister. So you see that God uses people who are lay. And lay people, they, 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 if I don't want to use that, they, 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 they sacrifice. A lay person is somebody who is called but has not come into full time. And sometimes because of fear. Sometimes because of fear. Do you know what the fear is? The fear is that if I come, <laughs> if I come and sometimes what will happen to me, they want guarantees in life. Insurance. They want insurance. So God has made it such a way that you can have your insurance and still work for God. What is wrong about this, chief executive? Nothing wrong. Yeah. You see, so lay people can do a lot. Don't, don't let anybody make you feel that. You see, so somebody says, you think, hey, 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 now I'm going to reorganize my life. I want to have time for myself. I want to do that. One day, when you start, you don't know that the talent God has given to you. When he asks you, Muti, what have you done? He said, well, I was doing it until I heard this. And I decided to hide 10% of the talent. What are you going to say? 
Amen. John 15, 16. John 15, 16. God has called us, isn't it? God has called us. Now he said that, ye have not chosen me. Ye have not chosen me. But I have chosen you and ordained you. He has called you. I have chosen and ordained you. And that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. So the call is to what? To go and bring forth fruits. The call is to go and bring forth fruits. And that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So why, why aren't you happy in a, in a place that you'll be given a chance to be a shepherd? You'll be given a time to do something and that your fruit shall remain to guarantee you answered prayers. To guarantee you answered prayers. When your fruits remain, you are guaranteed. That's God. I'm not the one speaking. This is Jesus. That your fruit should remain. So we are called to be fruitful. And one of the ways to be fruitful, I have two more scriptures, so we'll close, don't worry. One of the ways to be, should I preach? Those at the back, should I preach? Okay. So you are supposed to be fruitful. Many are called to be fruitful. Hallelujah. And so, one of the signs, you know, I had a story. I had a story and I read it also in um, Many Are Called. That a lady who was in his late 20s, her 20s, her late 20s. And she's been around, but she was never having her period. Period means math class, English class. She was never having her period. For 20 almost in the late 20s. So they decided to do investigations about it. Once they were investigating, no, they were investigating to see why she wasn't having a period. Do you know what they found out? They found out that she actually has some male hormones. <laughs> They found that she rather has of male hormones and actually discovered that because of that, she was actually a, a man. You know, sometimes I think they have some one person or something like that. Just a man. Do you get it? So, as they were expecting the period to come so that she can be fruitful, it wasn't because she was. Not a woman. She was a man. You get it. And that doesn't confuse with those unnecessary things they have been saying. You get it. She was a man. So, why were they concerned? Because at that age, they expected to see some signs of period. You get it. Some signs of something. Period means you are in your period. That's why they share the parts and things for you to wear. You get it, to put on. So, 
Why am I saying that? Why am I saying that? Because everybody expected that as a woman, this should come. You should buy. Is it a always? You bought one part, but you have never used it. There's something wrong. Matthew 7:20. Is it so? You realize that there was something wrong. There's something wrong. Now, if you look at Matthew 7:20, what does it say? Wherefore, shall we all say it again? So, because they expected her to be a woman, and for 20 whatever years she hasn't had a period, they were, they were confused. You see, they had to do, they had to investigate. You get it. Now, in the same way, if I a Christian, if a Christian, we expect you to have some fruits. We expect you to have some fruits. So if you have been a Christian, and the Christian age is different, you know, like sometimes when you have dogs, they say the the dog, the age of dogs. If the dog, a human being, a, I mean, they have some things they say I've forgotten. You know, let me enter into things that I've forgotten. You see, when a dog is twenty years, equivalent to a human being of something years, something like that. Uh-huh. So you are not into dogology. So. <laughs> So, and catology and dog. Hey, why did you say cat? There's a lake. People like themselves matter. So, fruits are expected of you as a Christian. Fruits. And one of the major fruits of a Christian, you see, is the souls you win. You cannot be a Christian grace for five years, two years, one year, and you can't have one fruit of a soul to say that this is my convert. No. He said, by their fruits, you shall know them. And the call is for us to bear fruits, to be fruitful. So it's an abnormality. And so if we must take it, must be taken to a spiritual laboratory to see whether you are a Christian or you are an unbeliever. That you have been a Christian for all these years. Not one soul from your class, from your office, from people come and do their hair. From people come and buy from you. I mean, from your friends. No one soul is born again because of you. Oh, are you a he or she? Are you a born again or you are what? So, this month of evangelism, proof that you are a Christian by their fruits. By their fruits. Not just dressing and coming to church. No. Not just dancing. In church. But winning souls. Say the cash. 
Winning souls. That is one thing that will show that you are a Christian. If you're able to bear fruit of souls. Fruit of souls in your kind. You know, everybody has somebody you alone can talk to. You know that. Oh, those, should I stop preaching and go, go home? Oh, you are thinking of your fruits. Okay. Everybody has somebody you alone can talk to. So you have to talk to a soul. And, bear, and that your fruit should remain. That is what will show that story. That's what will show that you are a Christian. That's what will show that you are a Christian. We have so many Christians, our fruits don't show anything. We don't have fruits to show. Even fruits of prayer. But that one is just, the main fruit is the born again Christian you bring to church. Because someone brought you to church. Did anybody bring you to church? Yes. Who? You. No, she's like. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> ah, that's you. Fruits. How many of you here, somebody brought you to church or somebody brought you to Christ? Somebody invited you to Christ. Yeah, so you are the person's fruits. But where, where is your fruit? Aku, who have you brought to, who have you given birth to? But say, and you will ask anything in my name and I will, whatever I shall ask, I will give to the person. So some of your classmates, bring them to church by their fruits. You will know them. Fruits of righteousness. Hey. That's why, the, you see, you do know fruits take time to come. Fruits take time to come. That's why in a church like this, you can have all manner of people. Some people come to church, one day they meet one church member who makes a mistake, and that becomes the description of the church. Hey! There's a church, you know. Is that true? Have you been chewing yourselves? Then you are not bearing good fruits. Are you getting it? So that you can come with a problem. Do you get it? But after a few years, few weeks, months, sometimes even years, then the fruit starts coming. Is that also? Have you to realize that you have stopped doing those things? How many have stopped doing those things as time has oh good, so unless people are in the church? Yeah. As time has gone on and you've been in church for some time. The church is like a clinical for souls, for human beings who have a lot of problems. You have so many problems. Hey. So this month of evangelism, we want you to be fruitful. I don't remember the last time you brought one fruit to church. Yeah, Bishop. Yes, my dear. I don't remember the last time you brought one fruit to church. But this month of evangelism, you're going to bring one, isn't it? One fruit. That you say, this is my fruit. Otherwise, you are, you are an abnormal Christian. We are not sure whether you are a Christian or not. Yeah. Oh, Lawrence has done also. I'm not sure. Have you brought any fruit to church recently? Not recently. Not recently. 
you have reached spiritual monopause. Menopause. Did I say monopause? That's what I said. Okay, menopause. Yeah, you have reached it. No, yeah, you can't finish. Maybe God is expecting how many souls? Maybe he's expecting 50. Then you are brought two. So when you stand before him, he will mention the rest to you. 50 minus 2 is what? 40. Is it 42? 48. <laughs> yes. So how many of you are going to be part of this soul winning? Yeah. If you are a Christian, if you are a Christian, you have to, be, you have to win souls. Hallelujah. So all of us must win souls for Christ. So this month is a month of what? This month is what? And many are called to win souls, including you. Every one of you are called to win souls. And win souls after your You know, everybody's child looks like him or her. Have you seen? Haven't you seen? How come we haven't seen your kind in church for all this while? Who is your husband? Who is the father of the baby? Hmm? <laughs> it's a question. How come you work at the bank? We have to see souls also after your kind. There was also another one. We'll come to that another time. Bring fruit after your own kind. Allos. Bring souls after your kind. Reverend Edwin. Bring souls after your kind. All those we smokers. Bring them. Let's bring them. I used to be like you. Let's bring them. Amen. So bring souls. Bring fruits after your kind. Students, bring fruits after your kind. Learned brothers and sisters, bring fruits after your kind. Bankers, bring fruits after your kind. Printers, bring fruit after your kind. That's simple as that. Too is, that is that not simple? Could you have, Police, bring fruit after your kind. <laughs> Soldiers, bring fruit after your kind. Hairdressers, bring fruit after your kind. Amen. So this month of evangelism, let's go out there and let's win souls. Your target for May, go back to it. And those who came and are not coming again, Go and bring them. By the time you realize, when you stand before the judgment seat of Christ, you have something to say. Put your hands together for Jesus. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Shall we all bow down our heads? You have been here before. You have been here before. But deep, deep down in your heart, every eye closed, deep, deep down in your heart, Either you are backsliding, you want to rededicate your life to Christ, or you are still confused whether you are born again or not, or you want to just give your life to Jesus, but you have been here before, and you want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus, rededicate your life to Christ, and also recommit your life to Christ, and be sure that you are saved. Wherever you are seated, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you right now. 
You want to be sure. God bless you. God bless you. You've been here before, but you want to rededicate your life. You want to be sure that you go to heaven when you die. Lift up your hand wherever you are. God bless you. Oh, don't put your hand. Lift it up. God bless all of you. God bless you. God bless you. Daniel, just by your right. God bless you. God bless all of you. Now, if your hand is up, let's say it together. Let's say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. For today, I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, is the Son of God. Is the Son. Everybody of God. join. I confess with my mouth. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. Lord. Today. Today. I ask you. I ask you to forgive me. To forgive me of my sins. Of my sins. Wash me. Wash me with your blood. With your blood. And make me. And make me your own. I confess, I confess that Jesus, that Jesus is Lord. Is Lord. Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Is Lord. And from today, and from today, I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984. To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044. You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam-DHMM. Also at Loyalty House International HQ page. You can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.